0: Good Monday morning, you bastards. This is Matt Hodell with the Bastards of Art podcast coming to you from St. Louis, Mozilla. St. Louis, misery. Uh, Actually, it's not too bad here. It's just a funny joke you have when you're growing up calling it the state of misery. You know, once you get out of the city and you really see the countryside here, it's a pretty beautiful place. I particularly enjoy it. Um, So here's the deal, man. Honesty is a bitch being honest with yourself about what you're doing, what your intent is, what you're trying to pull off, um, trying to figure out, you know, I think the bottom line is is what you're doing good. Is the art you're creating mediocre? Is it junk? Do you feel like you should give up? Do you you feel like you just hit a grand slam and you're like going to drop the mic and be like, that's it, I'm not painting anything else. I rock. Um, You know, you're going to find that most people who are on some type of path are constantly breaking themselves down and critiquing themselves to the point where they almost beat themselves up so much that they just want to quit. You know, they're just not not feeling the funk. You know, like they they just aren't good enough. Um, I think some of that might be that their barometer is set uh, so uniquely high that of course you're never going to be Rembrandt or you're never going to be the next uh, Van Gogh or, or whoever, you know, Big Daddy Roth. Um, but that's okay. You know, keep everything in context to who you are and what you're doing and who your audience is. Um, myself, I have to kind of realize that no matter what stage I'm at today, of course, in a year from now, if I'm constantly plugging away, I'm going to look back and be like, Man, I made some dumb mistakes there. My brother played in the NFL for ten years, and he ended up going to the Super Bowl. He played for the Arizona Cardinals, and they went to the Super Bowl um, a couple years back and uh, played in Tampa against the uh, who was it? The uh, Steelers. And I remember him telling me that when he watches old football or when he watches high school football and college football, um, he notices how many mistakes are made. You know, it's it's rare that three people. Do the right thing in a particular play in high school. Um, In college, it's rare that um, less than you know, at least two people in each play are doing the wrong thing. But he said at the pro level, it's rare that anyone you know does a play and doesn't know exactly what they're supposed to be doing. And so, try to figure out like where are you at? You know, are you a complete amateur? Are you still high school? Don't be so hard on yourself. You know, if you work hard, you get to the college level and know that you're still going to make mistakes. And once you get pro, you know, you've pretty much streamlined your process. But one of the things that's going to help you move through the ranks of personal achievement, and that's my, that's our barometer here. This is, this is personal goals, personal best. This isn't, you know, comparing yourself to anybody else. One of the things that's going to help you with that is knowing how to critique yourself correctly. Um, And not being too hard on yourself and not being too easy on yourself either. You know, um, sometimes being so easy on yourself is the fact that you finished means it's successful. And I can can agree with that. And there's an argument to be made that at least, you know, pulling through and finishing what you set out to do, that's good. But what we want to do is make sure that each time we set out to paint or draw or ceramic or create, that we're going to get a little something out of the process that's going to help us with the next step. So when, when I'm drawing something or when I've finished drawing something, um, I have to make, take some considerations. Like, who is this for? You know, there's two types of drawings I do. There's for me and there's for the client. Um, that really kind of sets the stage of how critical I have to be. Uh, you know, when it's for me, it's really much more of a learning process and there's a lot more intuitive processes going on. It's not so, you know, it's not so serious. It's just relax, have fun. You know, of course, when I'm drawing for a client, everything has to be a little more intellectual and I've got to make sure my decisions are correct. But let me digress a little bit. Uh, once I've considered who my artwork is for, uh, I try to have a neutral, Kind of stand back and have a, have a real critique. It's a neutral kind of ground. I don't. I try not to try. I try to just see it from the outside. You know. I know it's difficult, but it's super super important um, that that you can that you can get to a place where you can just kind of wash away um, all your personal feelings about it and uh, see it with fresh eyes. So that being said, uh, your first impression. You know, hang it on a wall. Walk 10 paces away from it and relook at it. okay? Uh, is it legible? Does it have a strong message? Is there a good point of view? Is it a unique format? Um, those are kind of the overview, you know. Um, legibility. Are there definable shapes in your image? or is everything kind of blurred together? Um, is the diffusion uh, correct? Does that help add or take away from the motion of the piece? So the diffusion is kind of like, well, let me let me back up. The shape is kind of like if you look at someone's head, someone's head can be like boxy shaped or oval shape or egg shaped. And that's the shape. It's a nice, strong shape. The diffusion is the glasses, the hair, the mustache, maybe like the winking of an eye or something like that. Um, the things that kind of give the shape personality. That's the diffusion. And then the connections, the bridgers. How do if you've got multiple shapes in an image, how do they connect? Do they are they believable? Um, are they fluid? Even if they're not atomically correct, do they are they acceptable? Like do you have enough motion? Do you have enough uh, interesting pieces in the connections to make it fun to look at? And that's kind of what I'm looking at when I'm uh, when I'm done or or even you're really not even done when I'm in the middle of a drawing and I've I've gone through my you know My my main four I've done done line Contour tone. I haven't really got the color yet But once I've done the line contour and tone, and I've, okay, I've got something here. Where's where am I going with it? Um, and that's super important because You will get exactly Where you're going the direction you're headed. So if you don't know where you're headed, you don't know where you're going. So you do, you do, it's really important to know that you understand what direction you are going to take with this particular piece. Make sure you're still on the path. Um, that's part of the uh, harmony of it all. Um, that's part of making sure that um, what you've drawn looks like the message you're trying to send. You know, if you've, if you've drawn something and, you, and all you've done is checklisted it, right? Like you've done, okay, tiger, check, bamboo, check, waves, check, you know, yeah, you've got everything on the page and yes, everything is identifiable, but then you got to take it to the next step. Is it legible? Is it a strong message? What's the tiger doing? Why is he there? Kind of look at that tiger and see if he looks out of place. Does he look scary? Does he look mad? If he looks angry, but he was supposed to be passive, you know, maybe you got to change the position of the shape of the tiger. Um, you have to go in and make some cor- co- corrections. Uh, so, I don't know, man. If, if you kind of go through life uh, just kind of making art and, just, and, and, and you find that you've found some type of successful formula where you go, okay, if I draw this circle and these two circles and this triangle here, I've got a skull. And for now on, all my skulls are going to look like this. Well, then you're only able to describe skulls in one manner. The minute you're forced uh, into a situation where you've gotta try to describe a skull in any other way than what you have formulated, your easy drawing method, then you're in trouble. When you can't turn the skull in space, when you can't make it rotate, when you can't give it good diffusion that helps give it personality, you're gonna be in trouble. So you do have to kind of look at your stuff and go, have I gotten stagnant? Have I gotten to the point where, you know, all my flames look the same? All my skulls look the same. All my tigers look the same. I use the same bird shape every single time. And that's where, you know, sometimes you have to back off and maybe not even work on this particular image anymore, but get your sketchbook out and go, okay, I've drawn the same bird about a billion times. I think it's about time to find a different bird to draw and use your sketchbook to kind of give yourself a a new kind of bag of tricks that you can use and you can pull from. Um, I know for myself, uh, my flames in particular always tend to look the same. They're, They're such an afterthought that I usually, you know, drawing something, I get really in depth on maybe like a lion or a tiger I'm, I'm putting personality that has, you know, f- is felt all the way through from the toenails to the hair, to the gesture of the grin, to the eyeballs, all that's like, they're all speaking the same language. And then I just slap, I, I, I place hold is what I do is I, I put placeholders in and I, I just put my flames down just to, just to know that I want flames to help with the aggression, Um, But sometimes I don't go back and make sure the flames look right. Make sure they match the attitude which I'm trying to portray. You know, it's kind of, you know, those flames might look good with an aggressive tiger. But if I'm doing something a little more passive that still needs a little spice to it with the flames, maybe I need to tone my flames down a little bit. Maybe I need to figure out a different way to put them into the piece. Um, They're considered connectors or bridges. They help get that tiger uh, woven in to the composition. Uh, I, I, I think that's probably one of my weak, my, my weak points is, is formula drawing where I've already kind of decided I know how to lay out a face or I know how to lay out a snake and I realize that, man, all these kind of look the same. I'm not really trying to go out and, and discover anything new at this point because I've found some success and I just repeat it. So, a big point, part of me growing is to take a serious, uh, non objective look at my work. Don't beat myself up. Realize I'm on a path and that I have not arrived at my destination yet. And I'm not going to arrive at it tomorrow or the next day or the next day. That this is a marathon. This isn't a sprint. And I have to look at everything I'm doing and say, Am I still? trying to find ways to progress is my artwork legible are the shapes defined is the diffusion correct does the attitude of how everything's fitting together is it harmonious do they all have the same kind of um impression or or flow or meaning or aggression whatever whatever the intent of the illustration is making sure that I still have all that making sure the flow is correct and the strongest part of my uh, self critiques is that I'm minimizing awkward moments that as I'm looking at stuff I'm going why does this look so wrong and there's some tricks to that too you can flip your drawing look at it in the mirror look at it upside down um, shrink it down get away from it um take a picture with it on your phone and then look at your drawing from the perspective of your phone. And hopefully those new perspectives of how you're seeing your drawing will help you identify the awkward moments, things that you've just routinely done over and over again that just aren't working anymore or you know how you've woven the subjects into the composition, maybe you've just kind of made a left-hand turn. And you need to scale back a little bit, or kind of slow down, or or whatever the case may be. So, reserve the judgment for do I like it or not like it till you're done. Okay, the critique while you're doing it, your critique is, um, you know, am I on the right path? Consider who it's for. Make sure it's legible. Make sure it has a strong message. Make sure it has a strong message and the intent. Is, is legible uh has a good point of view um make sure that it has a you know and maybe you're trying to spin a unique format on it make sure it's harmonious and it flows get rid of the awkward moments and overall make sure that from across the room you can you know you can define the shapes and as you get closer to it the diffusion just gives it that much more um, so anyway i hope this helps uh, my name is Matt Hodell. This is the Bastards of Art Podcast. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, FM Player, uh, and our webpage, www.bastardsart.com. And if you want to read some blogs of mine that kind of overthink how I see tattooing, you can go over to my webpage, www.mathodell tattoo.com. I appreciate you listening. And if you do me a favor, if you're listening to this on iTunes, take a minute and rate this podcast so we can get higher up in the search fields and more people can find the podcast. I appreciate everyone. Later.